This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, I'm Grongi McGuire, and this is Chantelle Fiducci and Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So, Take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the, the way, way they were. Hi, Chantelle. Hi, Grania. How are you? I feel very Christmassy. The season is upon us. It's officially post-Thanksgiving, so we're now officially allowed to celebrate. Oh, well done, you lot. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. It was great. I had a real sort of moment of Thanksgiving myself when last Thursday I finally saw on the big screen Michael Flatley's Blackbird. Oh, wowzers. Talk to me about that for a very short amount of time. (laughs) It's just genuinely one of the best films I've ever seen in my life. Is it? It's so funny. It's so funny. And it's almost it's almost endearing how bad he is in it. And you just think, well, you know what? Good for you. Come on. People doing who are as wealthy as he is do lots of bad things with their money. You know, we see what the world is like with people with lots of money. And he just used some of his wealth to make his own little Bond film where he runs around him. in a hat. Good for it. Is he still? Has he still got the moves? He still look like super in shape. And well, there's this iconic moment where he's just about to enter a gunfight. Oh no! And as everybody takes their guns out, he says, "Let's dance." Oh god! Oh my god! I have to watch this. It was cinema magic. The atmosphere, like there just was a big roar from the audience. We just were like, "This is what this is what movies are about." Recommended to everyone over the holiday season. Catch it, Blackbird. Oh, treat yourself. Life's hard. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> so that's my celebrity gossip. That's your gossip. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Spotted on the big screen, Michael Flatley. Killing it. <laughs> I like it. I haven't got any celebrity gossip for you. Well, I've got some big celebrity gossip for you. Let's hear it. We're going to do a special <gasps> listeners' letters we episode. Are. I, a hotline. I'm excited. <laughs> I am so excited. So pumped. Oh. So what we would like, um, if you guys have any like questions about the podcast, thoughts, feedback, suggestions about just the podcast in general, uh, but then specifically, we'd love your thoughts on who you think were the most like iconic celebrity couples of 2022. I also think that if any of our listeners out there have any relationship questions themselves, being that oh. you and I are experts in relationships and breakups, do feel free to send through your agony aunt questions, and I'm sure we'll be more than happy to help you answer them. 
We've seen it all, kids. We've seen so you can, it all. We have seen it we all. We have been through a lot. We know all the breakup. We, we, we know all the signs to look for. If you want to get in touch with us, you can... You can do that a number of ways, actually. You can DM us on Twitter, DM us on Instagram. You can get in touch with us using the old-fashioned email address, which is the way they were pod at gmail.com. Please so that's do. pod at gmail.com. Maybe even ask the questions while writing us an iTunes review. That could be fun. Oh, <laughs> That's a fun way to flirty. do it. <laughs> Please do send them in because we're recording the episode, the, the hotline episode in only a few weeks' time. So do get in your questions, comments and concerns as soon as you possibly can. We're very excited to hear from all of you. Well, speaking of things we're very excited about, we've got an incredible guest. She is the star of Industry. She's in Buffering on ITV2. And can we talk about the film that she's in? I mean, she mentions it at the end. She's going to be in a film. She's in, you might have heard of, about a, a little... We dig the bones of past relationships. He digs the bones of Nazis. I don't know. It's Indiana Jones. She's in the next Indiana Jones film. It is the incredible Alina Sorel. The way they were. Hi, Elena. Hi, Grania. Hi, Elena. <laughs> Hi, Chantal. <laughs> this is fun. It is really silly to be like, we were having a conversation and now it's a show. <laughs> now we put on our show voices. Hi, Elena. How are you? Thanks for being here today. Thank you. We're listening. <laughs> we're a very romantic podcast. We believe in true love. Do you consider yourself romantic? Not really. Sadly, that's a, it's a very common answer. Yeah, I want I want to be so badly, and I think that secretly I am a romantic because I love romantic comedies and secretly love cheesy shit. But I have that like complex of like if I show any weakness or emotion, it's weakness. So yep. yeah, I never show weakness. What's the most romantic thing either you've done or somebody has done for you? Oh. Okay, so I had a boyfriend in high school who uh, lived in Italy, and we had like a long distance relationship. <gasps> real cool, but it sounds a lot cooler than it is because he was a juggler and like you know like really rootsy and kind of crusty and gross. Um, but one of his friends was in the UK, and he was like, "Elena, I have something." to give you from Sam and you must come with his like Italian accent. Elena, you must come now. And I showed up and he was like, oh, I handed, he handed me this like letter from my boyfriend at the time. And then I turned around and there was like a homeless guy on the street begging. No, no. And it was, it was my crusty boyfriend, uh, like <gasps> posing as a homeless man coming. Did to he actually dress me. up or that is how he dressed? <laughs> was that just well, his normal clothes? <laughs> it, was like, it was like hipster or homeless, you know, that kind of Classic. Like game. Yeah. But oh my God. Was, and when he jumped up and surprised you. Yeah, that was, that was pretty romantic. Were you not thinking, why is that homeless guy juggling? <laughs> I did. I did think that. I did also think, like, why is that? Who is juggling? Like, what the fuck is that? What who does that these days? Did you stay together for a long time after that, or what happened? Uh, yeah, we did. We stayed. I, he was like my first, my first love. Your first um, love was a juggler. I know it's embarrassing. Stop. <laughs> it's. I have a lot of shame. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> but don't we all? 
So <laughs> at least I learned young that, you know, a crusty rootsy guy who is no offense to canal boats, but probably is going to end up living on a canal boat, you know, was not my vibe. And, um, oh. and yeah, so I, I got it out of my system early on. And you live and learn. For, you live and learn for four years. So, wow. <laughs> That's yeah. like something in a like, you know, like when those medieval fairy tales where the king disguises himself as a pauper to see if the princess yeah. truly loves him. <laughs> <laughs> Very much is. It's a good thing I'm not materialistic or superficial. <laughs> well, it wasn't then, but... <laughs> Ew, yeah. that homeless man standing up. Can we go? <laughs> <laughs> Not hot at all. Well, you have picked an absolutely iconic couple. I was so excited when I discovered who you had picked. But as always, Chantelle has no idea. She has no, she's a fool. She doesn't know. Um, <laughs> so, we fool. Will... <laughs> so we've got a few breadcrumbs to lead her to the gingerhead bread house that is this iconic couple uh so chantelle i can tell you this Ooh. couple got together in the golden year of 1973 okay okay I'm 1973 there. to picture the scene the watergate hearings have just begun princess anne has just got married and a little movie called the way they were <laughs> Was in the headlines. I think it's actually called The Way We Were, but whatever, <laughs> <No>. whatever. <laughs> one day, Grania, one day they'll make a film about us doing this. And that'll be the part in the film where we'll, oh my God, is it a title of the film in the film? It's very exciting. But yeah, The Way We Were, starring Barbara and Robert. The Way We Were was in the cinemas. But that wasn't all that was happening. Oh no, okay. because a joker and a witch were finding love <gasps> got it jack nicholson and um oh god don't don't tell me because i know her fucking name jack nicholson and angelica houston angelica yeah. houston good one <laughs> good clues there they're great choice i love this couple why was this the couple that popped into your head when we asked you to be on the podcast because there's so much controversy around it it's so glamorous it was at a time in hollywood which i feel like probably doesn't exist anymore and they must have had the best time, but also Ugh. like the worst time. Um, and I just think they're so iconic and beautiful. Well, also like gross as well, specifically Jack Nicholson. But yeah, I'm a big fan of Angelica Houston. And I just, yeah, lots to dig your teeth into. Oh, it was a I agree. moment, just a lost moment. It's like that Hollywood, even though it's not that long ago, but that Hollywood is, they had movie stars in those days. We don't have mm -hmm. movie stars anymore. And I don't think L.A. is like a nice place anymore, whereas when they lived there, it was probably quite fun and cool. Like, I don't feel like there's something that aspirational, like you don't think, oh, imagine the, the incredible dinner parties that are happening in Hollywood. Yeah, I don't imagine going to like Bradley Cooper's house and having an amazing time. Like, that doesn't really sound. I, I went last week and it was lame. <laughs> like... <laughs> just sang on his piano the whole time it's like snooze stop it <laughs> oh i loved them and also they aged well i know people aren't fans of uh jack i, I remain alone on an island still loving jack nicholson even though he is semi not really in the public eye anymore that is a man that looks i think great for his age as well as angelica i think they've and they're still cool they've both they yeah. stayed cool they've somehow stayed like legends without doing like 
neither of them have sort of gone into really shitty films for money like Pacino and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? They've sort of yeah. kept their cool and kept their sort of dignity, I should say. Okay, before we delve into that sexy, sexy time, already I can hear our listeners screaming, enough about that. What about their star signs? Well, of course. I can tell you, Angelica, her birthday is July 8th. She's a cancer queen. Nicholson, April 22nd. He's a Taurus. Another Taurus. <laughs> yes, that's why I feel so in line with him. So once again, you're now going to find out what is your compatibility in a long-term relationship, Chantal, with Angelica Houston. This is very exciting for you. So, Elena, what percentage do you think the stars give this match working out? Chantal and Angelica? No. Well, yes. The rules apply. yes. Basically, yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, Jack and Angelica, oh, I don't know. I would say, like... 67%. 67%. 67%. 67%. Precise. Good choice. Like very it. specific. I don't know if we, we've probably had a cancer in a tourist before and I've totally forgotten. And I don't think I've ever dated a cancer, so I have no like previous experience. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go low just for shits and gigs. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go real low. I'm going to go 13%. Okay. Well, well I can tell two you. Were, they were combative. They were, there was a lot of fire. Well, mm-hmm. according to the universe that we live in, <laughs> Taurus, so this is Jack, remember, is a sign of physical pleasure. I mean, that's right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. My boyfriend's always smiling. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ruled by Venus, the planet of feminine sexuality, they need to see, touch, smell, and feel everything on their partner's body and enjoy making them satisfied. With Cancer, Angelica's need for closeness, Taurus, Jack, seems to have the perfect touch to relax them oh. and build trust. 95%. Oh, God. Stop it. What? Wow. I need to date a cancer. <laughs> I really, this is the problem. That's I need incredible. to date a Taurus. Elena, let's date each other. Let's do <laughs> what it. Screw our boyfriends. Give and I'll take and it'll be great. Fine by me. <laughs> I bet you smell great. <laughs> Wait, do you think they didn't work out because of like, because then on paper, technically, if the universe is saying that they're so compatible, had they not been famous, maybe it would have worked out. And the thing is, okay, obviously they're on this podcast, so it means that ultimately they did break up. But spoiler alert, they were together for quite a long time. Very long time. Yeah. I would not refer to this as an unsuccessful relationship. I'd refer to this as a successful partnership. Mm -hmm. So Jack Nicholson first. So he has quite a complicated backstory because so he's born in New Jersey. Now, he wasn't aware of it at the time, but he was the son of a 17 year old showgirl. She got married to an Italian-American showman called Donald Fucillo, whose stage name was Donald Rose, which I just love. I just love this. This is great already. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing, because she was so young, she was 17, you know, she wasn't ready to be a full-time parent, so... I want to hear about that relationship. When can we have them (laughs) as the couple? (laughs) Donnie and the showgirl. So he was called Donald Rose, but then uh, more information, it turned out he was already married. But many people thought so that it's in June... the blood. <laughs> Philandering. I mean like father like son. Spoiler alert. And people think that Jack's dad might have actually have been June's manager. What a happened scandal. was because... wow. So this so she because his mother was so young, he was raised by his grandmother. Mm-hmm. 
as her son and he grew up thinking that his sister or that his mother was his sister so that scene in chinatown must have been really <sighs> yeah when she when he's when she's saying my mother my sister he must have been like he, he was faye dunaway essentially yeah <laughs> this is crazy yeah. and didn't didn't grania didn't he find out in like the most horrible way so he only found out in 1974 when Whoa. both his mother and his sister had died from a researcher from Times Magazine saying, oh, we're just confirming that your actual biological mother was your sister. Whoa, Jack. Yeah. Oh, there's a darkness inside of him. It's so He should hot. have been a soap opera actor, really, because totally. it's, it's just like, whew, all this telenovela stuff. It's more really? scandalous. <laughs> So Jack said on Find Out About This, he said it was a pretty dramatic event, but it wasn't what I'd call traumatising. I was pretty well psychologically formed. Wow. Sure. Yeah. And that's a year into him dating Angelica, by the way, isn't it? Yeah. Because they met in 73. Yeah. Jeez Louise. And I do, I mean, I'm going to take that with a pinch of salt. Oh, I'm going to be 100%. like... 100%. <laughs> Yeah, this made no difference at all to me. Totally didn't affect me at all. I've got really strong mental mind, so it's fine. Yeah. I've got really good moral character as well. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> so at this moment where he meets Angelica for the first time, he has already a daughter and he has been married once before. And he will go on to have six children by five different women. Cool. Just, <laughs> just foreshadowing, foreshadowing what's to come. Meanwhile, Angelica Houston is... Hollywood royalty. Forget your New mm. Jersey showgirls. She's a third generation of Hollywood elite. Her Nothing grandfather. New Jersey showgirls. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to all our showgirls listening to this before they get on stage. You shake your thing, girl. Make your money. Oh, we <laughs> love you. Shout out to Ginger. Shout That's out to Ginger. Best, <laughs> best movie ever made as well. Like <laughs> number one, number one, number one fave. Yeah. Go on. So Angelica, her grandfather was a really famous Hollywood actor. He was one of the first generation Hollywood actors. Her dad obviously was John Houston this iconic Hollywood director her dad married her mother when her mother was 20 John Houston was 43 so there's a huge age gap between them they had mm -hmm. two children um, her mother had an affair while she was married to Angelica's dad then also in Angelica's childhood her dad just took them on holidays to Italy and was like oh by the way do you want to meet your, your stepbrother you didn't know about your half-brother, sorry, that you didn't know about. So they, she had quite a, a strange attitude to relationships. Her dad very much sort of married her mother and then they moved them to this like incredible house in the west coast of Ireland. And then he sort of carried on with this glamorous Hollywood life and then just every now and then would like go visit his, his family in Ireland and then just head out again. So he was a real hands-on dad. <laughs> Yeah, he really, he really liked to be there for his kids, clearly. <laughs> yeah, every night, dinner on the table. We're heading towards 73, so picture the scene. Angelica has just moved to LA. She's just broken up with her first big relationship, who was Bob Richardson, a fashion photographer, 24 years older than her. So she was 17 when they first started seeing each other. They no were together... Yeah, they were together for four years. They've broken up. So she's moving to LA to be with her, to move in with her dad and her new stepmother. Now, her new stepmother, she gets on really well with her. She, her mother knows that she's just had a big breakup. So to try and cheer her up, Angela comes out of her room one day, walks down 
there's a hot tub in the garden. Who's in the hot tub that her mother Shut has up. set her up with to try and cheer up a little bit? The whole surprising a cameo. Jack A. Nicholson's. Not yet. No. Not okay, yet. What, what, year, what year are we in? So 73. Oh, we're 73. Okay. Uh, she set her up with someone in the backyard. Okay, this is a fun one to try to guess. Who's okay. in the is hot he... tub? Paul Newman. Let's just say his daughter will go on to be an icon when it comes to exposing two-faced daytime um, talk show hosts. Frank Sinatra? <laughs> or Woody Allen? <laughs> In the hot tub amongst the bubbles is a very young Don Johnson. Star. Oh, I was what? going with the... Don Johnson in 73? He must have been like 24. Her age, I mean, at least was he really young? He was age appropriate, he which is like a relief, right? That's, yeah. that's surprising. Had he not met little, was it Melanie Griffith, like 12 when they met? So wasn't he cheating on little Melanie? <laughs> different another, podcast, another, different another story. Podcast. But another Angelica, she's still too cut up from being dumped by her 41-year-old fashion photographer. So she's not interested. So then her stepmother is like, okay, I've just been invited to a party. What did Don ja- Johnson do? Just dry off? And I'll just go then, I guess. <laughs> just get a towel and leave. Slowly, <laughs> his, his bare feet slapping on the tiles, heading back Bye, to man. his Let car. Let me meet you, Angelica. <laughs> so sad. So this is how, what she desc- how she describes meeting Jack Nicholson for the first time. She goes to the party with her mom. She goes with her stepmother. She goes step- to the party with stepmother. Her, her borrow- stepmom's called Cece, by the way. Very fabulous. Very Cece. Nice. Good yeah. name. Oh. Yeah. People need to start calling their kids Cece again. Big time. Uh, She said, I borrowed an evening dress from Cece, her stepmother, long, black and open at the back. So they arrived arrived at the house. So Angelica. (laughs) It's so Mm -hmm. like, imagine it's the 70s, you're in LA, you're on the way to a party. Julie Christie's going, Warren Beatty's going to be there. He opens the door in his house that early evening in April, the late sun still golden in the sky. Good evening, ladies, he said, beaming, and added in a slow drawl, I'm Jack, and I'm glad you could make it. Oh, my God. Honestly, even you saying it, I think I'm pregnant. (laughs) I felt like I was there. I felt like you captured Jack's twinkle in his eye. And now, boom, that's it. I'm hooked. I'm done. Oh my God! Wow. So, so at this stage, Jack Nicholson is famous. So she's got, oh. she'd already seen him in films, and he's mega hot. But he's like a working class boy who's famous. But Angelica Houston is nobody, but she's Hollywood royalty. Royalty. She was a model as well at that point, so, right? So like around this been time, moodling. She'd be modeling, but the way she talks about it, she makes it sound like just like a Saturday job. She's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> just walked a few runways in New York for Halston. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Richard oh, Avedon took my picture. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm happens gorgeous. Is she, she dances with Jack for hours. Then he invites her to stay the night. So she asks her stepmother, what should she do? And her stepmother says, are you kidding? Of course. <gasps> Great stepmom. Step well, mother. she's what? She's in her early 20s, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah. Her stepmom's... I'm sorry. I think my mom would have been like, uh, yeah, Jet Nicholson's asking you to stay the night. Fucking stay the night. I'm down with the stepmom. She's 22. Her, her stepmom is like, how old? How old is Jack here? Is he, only, is he, he must be like in his 30s. He's 36. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. Okay. <laughs> 
but then yeah, she's whatever it's she's, the 70s <laughs> exactly like it was kind of i mean you know she was used to being with a 40 year old so that's slightly more age appropriate for her anyway yeah so she stays the night then she the next morning she wakes up he's already downstairs she walks down. She's wearing. Uh, she puts on her evening dress from the night before. She's feeling oh, a little bit like great. Uh, great look, though. I think. I think it's actually really glamorous. I mean, that is a stride of pride. <laughs> Thank that. you. What a great rebranding. No, no shame in that at all. She's walking down the stairs. She's in her backless evening dress. She's like, "Oh, hi, hi." Jack says to her, "I'm going to send you home in a taxi if that's okay, because I'm going to a ball game." Okay, um, so the romance has left the building. Okay. Well, I mean, he was working class, so what did she expect the next day? Really, it's true. You know? If the Mets are playing, kid, the Mets are playing. <laughs> the Mets are playing. <laughs> so she goes back to she goes back to her her dad and her stepmom's house. Cece, not impressed. She's like, "Oh my god, he should have driven you home. That's really bad." So then Jack gives her a ring, and they they're supposed to meet up. I think like. Let's say Friday night. They're supposed to meet up for a date. Then that okay. evening, he rings and says, sorry, something else has come up. Oh, no. I can't make it. Oh, no, Jack. Oh, this is getting really bad. Oh, no. She's so 22. she's oh. raging. She's like, oh, my God. And then she's like, sob this. So she meets, she's got some friends in LA. They head out together. They're having a brilliant time. They head into a restaurant. <gasps> Who do they see in the restaurant? No. Jack Nicholson. Is he on a date? He is on a date. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Oh, God, this is so carrying Mr. Big. Right? Okay. <laughs> Who's he on the date with? It's 1970s in LA. Who's he on a date with? I know who she is, but I don't know her name. But she's blonde, if that helps. It's <laughs> like um, everyone else in the 70s. It's Michelle Phillips. He's on a date with oh, Michelle wow. Phillips. Mm-hmm. So, He's going for the music royalty. So mm-hmm. Angelica's just like goes over to them and is like, oh, hi. Hey, how are you? He's a little bit awkward. They have oh, then they, they head back. Then he contacts her and says, Oh yeah, me and Michelle Phillips were dating. I was meeting up with her to finish things. Oh <laughs> that is a oh, tale all this time. Didn't something like Michelle was like cool with it and she was like, Oh, oh hey Angelica, like totally take my place. Here you go. Or was it like Well she ooh. said no, no, she said Michelle was absolutely adorable, really nice, and that one time Michelle came round to Jack's house to pick up some more of her stuff. She knew Angelica was upstairs, and apparently she came up, sat by Angelica's bed, and gave her a glass of orange juice. Wow, oh, that is very what did, nice. What did she say? You're in danger. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> Run now. Get out while you can. <laughs> so this begins sort of the the relationship of Angelica and Jack, and it very much is very... They, they kind of are never properly together, but always kind of seeing each other, but also aware that other people are seeing. It's very 70s. It's very Laurel Canyon. Mm. Was she as in on that? I got the feeling that they were both very kind of like in on like she stayed other people and he was dating other people. Or was it more of a case of she was devoted to him and he was just cheating around? I think he was. De- she, she was it. devoted to him and he just kept on cheating on her from what I gather from interviews and stuff. So she says at the start, she was really mad about him. But um, he had this really annoying habit of, he would give all his friends nicknames. And her nickname was Pal. Mm, and she said she found nice. it really annoying. She was like, it's not like really romantic. 
it's like also are we gonna watch a game together pal like it's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she's very much she's trying really hard to like ingrace herself herself in his world mm-hmm. so he was mad into the lakers so mm. she would start going along to all the lakers games but she was like i did not i hated it because we go We'd watch the Lakers. She used to find it really, really, really boring. And then they always lost. So then they come back and he'd be in a really bad mood. And she said there's this one time where she went to see it and then they lost. And then they all went back to the hotel room. And I was thinking, why in God's name am I here? Oh, yeah. You date a sports guy. It's risky. So then eventually she made up an excuse of a reason why she couldn't go and watch the Lakers game. And the one time she didn't go. They won. They won. So then Jack was like, you're a jinx. You you can't come again. I mean, it is Jack's defense. That was that as it has remained a lifelong obsession of his. He still is at Lakers game. So that wasn't him just trying to. That was his thing. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't have gone in the first place. When you were, especially like in your early relationships, Elena, did you ever like pretend to be really into the things that your boyfriend was into? Oh, yeah, of course. You always pretend to be something that you're not to be with someone when you're into them. Yeah, definitely. I got into juggling and now I can juggle like eight (laughs) balls, guys. It's great. No big deal. And I can ride a unicycle because that's cool. (laughs) Listen, the way the world is going, these are good skills to have. When we no longer have electricity, you're going to be like the Michael McIntyre when we're all like popping around bonfires. I wish I'd chosen more like better skilled boyfriends in my life. So at least I would actually it would like further my intellect in some kind of way. But yeah, I didn't. If you I thought like, I was oh, yeah, smart enough. I had to get into I had to get into Dostoevsky for a boyfriend once. That'd be quite good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, or like to. biology or yeah, percentages. Percentages are interesting too. <laughs> yeah. I know nothing about basic math, so I, I want to know if, if boys do this. Any boys listening? I'd like to know if boys pretend to be into stuff to get with girls. I swear it's a very girl thing. They do, but they do it short term. So like they do it on the surface. Whereas like as a as a girl, you're like, yeah, you kind of have to like get really into it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just generalizing. But oh yeah, yeah. I'm st- I'm still going to watch bands that I said I liked. It's been five years, and I have to be like, yep. Oh, they're playing the early stuff. I love this. Oh fuck, <laughs> it's, it's a real nightmare, guys. <laughs> so poor yeah, Angelica Houston is like. Finally, she's got out of going to see the bloody Lakers all the time. But there's the issue of Jack's philandering. So, you know, he's best friends with Warren Beatty. It's the 70s. They all know Roman Polanski. It's a vibe. It's a scene. And there are little Mm -hmm. signs every now and then that maybe he's not 100% faithful. Like she said that she would often find little trinkets or pieces of jewellery around his house. So what she used to do was... She used to wear the jewellery out to see if anybody said, oh, that's my bracelet or... Oh, amazing. Did it ever happen? It didn't. It didn't. She did say she once saw a jacket she owned on another woman (gasps) walking down the street. Oh, Oh, my God. Okay. That is... is really bad if, what would you what would you do if you saw your boy your another girl wearing clearly your clothes that you know your boyfriend like what would you do i'd like to say that i would confront them but maybe i'd be so mortified and not want to believe that that happened that you would probably just like it would be so unthinkable right like, i don't oh. know i'd love to think that i'd be like hey where did you get that jacket from 
Um, but, but chances think... are they got it from Zara, and I got it from Zara too. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> we both shop at we both shop at ASOS. He's got a type. <laughs> she also spoke about a time. This is 1974, so only a year into their relationship, oh, where baby. they're at the Cannes Film Festival, and some French girls on motorbike. French Hello. girls on motorcycles? <laughs> Fucking French girls on Big, motorbikes. No, no, no. <laughs> Your absolute nightmare. A French girl Honestly. on a motorbike. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> I give up. Let's <laughs> go back to LA. They pulled up this. and said to Jack, oh, Jack, you want to ride on my bike with me? And he literally got on their bike <gasps> and just drove off. <laughs> I've what? never been at once on both people's sides. Like, it's part of me, so that's kind of really cool. I'd love to do that, but Jesus. Can you imagine what? being Angelica? Just sat on the side of the road. Do the bib. Except they all had Irish accents, like Granny just read it, but you know, yeah. What the f? God, and you know, they were all awful. smoking like gulas while they were doing it with little scarves and amazing, like, you know, cat eye sunglasses. Oh my God. I just Going, it. Doopy, 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 zoopy, zoopy, Do you know I like to smoke and make love? <laughs> we're going to play ping pong in the cafe. <laughs> oh my God. Whoa. <laughs> It's so suggestive, Grenier. Oh la la. <laughs> so it was around this time that that's just a year in. It's like, a I'm sorry, that's in. insane. A year how in. How hard? Get... How mortifying. Like, how what would you do? And you're in Cannes, surrounded by French people who hate you because you're American. But and you're now also that's the daughter happened. of a prolific filmmaker who probably shows <laughs> all of his movies at Cannes Film Festival. Like, everybody knows oh, who you God. are. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. Oh, God. So hard. And she stayed with him for like she a billion stayed, years. She stayed with him, but she did have her own brief affair in Paris. She was having pictures taken by David Bailey. And she also had a little moment with David Bailey. And at one stage, she came home and Jack and David had both sent flowers to her hotel room. <gasps> Ooh, that's fun. That's, that's fun. She has a type. Like, she likes men that are, like, very successful, charismatic. Receding hairline, but still Receding hairline. (laughs) Hey, there's nothing wrong with a receding hairline. Okay. Totally. I hope Um, both our boyfriends are listening. There's nothing wrong with a receding hairline. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, she seems to like men of a certain age and stature. Who don't care about her. (laughs) Don't take her. Don't find her particularly special, even though she's Angelica fucking Houston. I mean, isn't she's, like, one of the best actresses ever i think so elena congratulations we've got a telephone that works as a time machine uh you've just got a phone call from jack and angelica they're in london for 24 hours angelica's doing a fashion show uh jack is having meetings about a movie he might be about a picture he might be making soon (laughs) how do you imagine a night on the town with 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 jack and angelica early 70s What do you imagine it being like? Talk us through. Uh, Oh, okay. So first Angelica would call me and be like, hey, with her like sort of sweet kind of fun voice that she has, you know, it's sort of fun, cute and great. Um, She'd be like, hey, I'm in London and Jack's left me on my own. Do you want to come to the Savoy and have some champagne and cocaine with me? And sad. I'll be like, yes, definitely. I'm down. Let's do it. And we do all the blow, all the all the champagne, all that stuff. And then we'd get ready to go out. 
Who might be joining us? Jack will turn up at the end. I don't know who would be joining us. I fit like it. I'm finding it very hard to put myself in that situation because I feel like I'd be a very close friend of Angelica. So she would like call me to be a shoulder to cry on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we would only we would only be meeting people once we meet Jack because he would be like later in the evening. He'd be like, "Hey, I'm having dinner with like Martin Scorsese or like blah blah blah." Marty's like, in town. You, uh, Marty's, Marty's in, in town, town or like you know Bobby. Bobby's in town or like Bobby's in and town. The, and then we would go and have dinner with all of them, and it would be, like, fabulous. And then what else would happen? We'd probably go to a disco, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, Annabelle's or something like that. Oh, mm -hmm. Annabelle's, yep. yes. Yeah. And then look at all the fabulous people and then gossip. Gossip, 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 gossip. So much gossip. Uh, what I point probably... in the night does Jack hit on you? <laughs> oh, <clears throat> early, early, early on. Like from the go. I'd step in because I'm, I'm a good looking blonde, obviously. And, um, and he'd be like, hi, I'm Jack. And then maybe he'd like corner me at one point in the evening inappropriately, but I'd be like, no, 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 I girls before bros or whatever, not hoes before bros or whatever. <laughs> sisters before misters. Sisters before misters, mister. And yeah. then uteruses before like, deuteruses. Thank you. Exactly. I'd be like, back off, Jack. Angelica's my closest friend. I'm her shoulder to cry on. And then maybe oh, this some, is the like, most involved <laughs> one we've had, Gronya. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, two yeah. like, we go out, it's fine. <laughs> it really would be, it would be super fun. And then I feel like some like aristocrat would would like hit on me, and I just he'd take me away somewhere fabulous. And then you know I'd leave them partying, and then I'd go have fabulous sex with a French aristocrat or something. I don't know. Oh, wow, that took a turn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they yeah. went places. Maybe maybe not French. They're quite snobby. Something cool, you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Swiss. Swiss, a Swiss yeah, aristocrat. No, a Swiss. no one really knows anything about them. Yeah. Well, it's funny oh. that you thought the night would take that turn because here's a description of a, a similar night that actually happened where Angelica, she was having a brilliant night out before she headed off modelling with everybody. She was there, Jack was there, and then this model, a Pollyanna was there. Really good friend. Ooh. They were all having a brilliant, brilliant night. She was in a really good mood. And then Pollyanna, she'd been crying and laughing the whole night. And Angelica was like a bit freaked out. She was like, why is she crying oh, and no. laughing? Thing. and oh, at one no. stage she put a lampshade on her head and tears were pouring down her cheeks and then that a few me. days later yeah. Pollyanna arrived in London and said oh by the way I've slept with Jack and I feel really bad about it <gasps> no that's why, why she'd been she doing do the whole like hysterical Angelica? crying laughing so then she confronted Jack on the telephone really upset and he replied oh toots it was just a mercy fuck. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, Tut, it was a mercy fuck. What do you want? I'm Jack. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to go watch the Lakers. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm a Jersey boy. Come on. I mean, I'm like, oh, did he think she'd go, oh, oh, God. Oh, in that case, oh, no problem, Jack. Oh, oh duh. Sorry. <laughs> how far into their relationship was that? that situation was that I think like, like it was Jenny about a year it was early fuck me man God, she put up I a mean, lot well, me, okay I, in Jack's defense he had just found out that his mom was his sister and his grandmother was his grandmother he just found this information out so maybe he's going yeah. through some stuff but therapy was sleeping with back lots, then lots of women doesn't mean you're gonna like find them do you know what I mean like they're <laughs> like it's like come on so around this Not time great. Angelica is like she's had enough 
So who does she have a rebound fling with to get over how awful Jack Nicholson is as a boyfriend? Oh, and I take it it's not someone great. God, why can't I remember names? Who is it? I can't okay. think. Okay, in 1975, in 1975, Angelica starts dating Ryan O'Neill. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Angelica. She, she has got a type. She's got a type. She really does. Oh, goodness. Out of the frying plan into the Ryan O'Neill. Into the Ryan. I mean, there is someone that will be on our podcast a lot, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Jeez Louise, Ryan O'Neill. I mean, he was a handsome chap. He Not my type, gorgeous. but I get it. Yeah. So she starts seeing him. They're together for a year and a half. In that time, Ryan cheats on her with one of, of Tatum's friends. Oh, that's horrible. So she's with him for a year and a half. She's still kind of seeing Jack. She's so, sort of going back and forth between the two of them. At one stage, her friend gives her a copy of the single Torn Between Two Lovers. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not a, like, a, like a, basically like a hand on the shoulder friend telling you, like, stop. I don't know what that is. That the is, song whoa. might speak to you. You should really listen to the yeah. words. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like it really resonates with your situation. It just generally since you've been dating wow. imagine oh, being goodness. her friend imagine being friends with Angelica Houston and she's like what should I do I'm in love with Jack Nicholson and Ryan O'Neill Ryan <laughs> I mean there's a shit sandwich if I've ever heard of one that is crazy oh my god like no wonder wow. it took her for a while to get her acting career going she was just in full time relationship drama for yeah. the majority of her 20s but didn't she also, like, most of her acting at the beginning of her career was movies that her father was directing and, like, forcing her to be in. So, like, she's basically around, like, she's just, like, all around all these men who, like, kind of don't treat her very nicely all the yeah. time. The fact she's turned out as well as she has is a miracle the more I hear about this. Yeah. She is resilient so- and really tough she's a tough cookie and a great actress but you know a great actress we love we love angelica she's torn between jack and ryan and what finally forces her to make a decision is she's at a party with ryan o'neill and then she's kind of she says they're at a party there's a belly dancer she's gone to the toilet she's coming back but she doesn't want to interrupt the belly dancer so she's sort of like hovering waiting for the belly dancer to finish for some reason this really annoys ryan so he storms out she's like oh my god she runs out after him he stood by his car he walks over and he headbutts her no what he headbutts her oh my god because she i mean there's never an excuse i'm not trying to say that but he did it because she didn't walk over to him quickly enough like yes what yes that's insane that's uh, that's crackerjack i did not know that's absolutely insanity so then she decides maybe at least jack doesn't hit me (laughs) is that it literally she got apparently she went back to ryan o'neill's house after that happened but she knew that was it they were breaking up and he had like a bag of ice on his forehead and he was being all like oh i've really given myself a doozy your face oh my goodness a curse on ryan o'neill's soul that is just not that's horrific that's horrific awful so she gets back together with jack 
And they're very much kind of like on and off. She knows he's cheating on her. But again, she doesn't have a lot of like role models for what a healthy relationship should look like. But then um, did anyone in the 70s as well? Did anyone in the 70s? It sounds like they're all, they're all sleeping with each other and cheating with each other. It was a vibe. It was very much a yeah. vibe in those days. So yeah. finally, uh, they're still together. So 1986, they are still together. She's out with some friends, some of her girlfriends. They have they knocked down a load of margaritas and they're all Classic. just chatting. So bear in mind, at this stage, they've been together for 13 years. And her friends on are like... On and off. Yeah. yeah, on and off. And their friends are like, you should go home right now. Seriously, Angelica, go home right now and just get Jack to marry you. Just go home right now. Get Jack to marry you. That's the thing that drunk girls say. This is so not how boys work. I know. I know. Drunk girls love saying that. I was the drunk girl being like, Angelica, you should get, you deserve, you need to get married with him. Just go go home now. Like, just wear those really sexy sexy underwear. And he'll he'll marry you tonight. He is so beautiful. That vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all absolutely hammered. So then all of them think this is brilliant. Angelica's going to propose to Jack. Girls can sometimes be the worst. We're so embarrassing. <laughs> is it that, or are they just like setting her up for a fail? It's almost like they're all like setting her up so that they, she no, basically... I think that it's being drunk girls, and drunk girls okay. can be really embarrassing. So they all <laughs> we head, are bad. All head over to Angelica and Jack's house. They all go, oh go downstairs. Oh god! All One of her them. friends goes, "Go on, tell him, tell him." Oh my god! I can't handle this. This is so bad. So Angelica's like. Okay, we've decided we should get married. Oh, God. Jack said, are you serious? (laughs) Like, and not in a good way. In like, Uh, well, uh. this is her response. I burst into tears, turned on my heels and left the house. Oh, God, that is not... Mm. What heels was she wearing? Like, what was she wearing at the time? <laughs> yeah, that's what we really need to know. <laughs> Early Manolos coming in. I can't believe that is so... I mean, honey, if it's been 13 years, if he yeah. wanted to marry you, he'd have married you. Yeah, and also Jeez. he's mortified you in publicly time and time again. Like, first it was the lampshade lady. Then it was French, French girls on motorcycles. I mean, excuse me. And then now this, like, wow. She, so, she's your friends. De- so she's distraught. So she goes to get some love advice from her dad. Oh, oh. great. He'll know what to he's do. Really, he's really <laughs> yeah. good at that. He definitely won't say, put up with it, sweetheart. That's guys. What do you want? Boys will be boys. He won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> with a this big is... cigar in his mouth. Yeah. Hey, Toots, would you do me a favor and bake me a sandwich? Yeah. Great. <laughs> I imagine I'm giving this advice, by the way, via like a megaphone, you know, those old fashioned. <laughs> With a white scarf around his neck from his like yeah. foldable chair. Yeah. It's the only way you broads will listen. Yeah. <laughs> she goes over to her dad. She's absolutely sobbing. And she says, Jack is just cheating on me all the time. And these, oh. this is how she describes it. With an incredulous shake of the head, he said, Stop crying. This is nonsense. Meaningless, honey. Men do this. It means nothing. (laughs) Why do you care? Chantal did it. She knew it already. John was probably, I'm surprised you didn't say, I was with him most of the time, sweetheart. What do you want? I bet, like, I swear, I bet they went out together. Oh my God, this poor woman. She must be in her, she's like, 
She must be in her mid-30s at this point. She's in her mid-30s. So she's getting up there and getting old enough to realize this is a real fucking joke now. Well, she also clearly wants to get married and have a family. And just like, you know, having babies with everybody else but her. But her, yeah. Well, so it's interesting you say that. So then in 1989, so this is three years after her abortive proposal, She's doing rehearsals for the Grifters. She gets a phone call from Jack. He says, Tootie, you want to come for dinner tonight? She's thinking, what? oh, this is nice. So they're, getting, they're still kind of, they're still on off, on off, on off. But he's, uh, we had a lovely dinner that evening, cooked by his chef. She was saying we had great laughs. And then I can over tell. Grania, it's gonna you're gonna you're gonna b- drop a bombshell now. I'm yeah, it's not gonna be a good night. Yeah. Then over dessert, he says completely smoothly, "I have something to tell you." Oh, God. <laughs> he says, "I just can't with this guy." <laughs> I'm sorry, Angelica, but it is now laughable. I've got something to tell you. Someone <laughs> is gonna have a baby. Oh my God! No. It ain't you, kid. It's me. <laughs> That's how she finds out. Oh, my God. He invited her to dinner in a romantic setting. She probably thought, this is it. He's going to finally ask me. I passed the test. It's been this many, what, 15 years now, whatever it is. And he's like, nope, guess what? Oh, my God. What I want to know is why has no one made a Hallmark movie about this relationship yet? I feel like seriously the, the peaks it's too and fucking troughs, sad. Like, it's I just really... it unreal. Okay, oh, she's like quite stunned by this. So she said, uh, "Hang on, it's like what?" And then she said, "Is she going to have the baby?" And he said, "Yes, she's going to have the baby, but I don't want nothing to change." He's going to stand by Rebecca, but, you know, we can still carry on the way that we're... Who who was the other woman he impregnated? So she was this girl. She'd sort of seen her about. Then she'd made a cameo in one of his films. And she was like, hmm, I get bad vibes off this person. Oh, no. So it's just some random... Not random. I'm sure Rebecca's a lovely girl. Never blame the... You know, I don't blame the girl. Who knows what Jack told her, but... Who was she? Who was she? Who was she? Yeah, was she just like an actress or like... She was an actress. She'd noticed they'd been spending time together at basketball games. Then she showed up at Aspen a few times. And then she played a brief scene as the secretary in a film. Oh, so she went to the Lakers games. There you go. It might seem like that was the last shoe to drop, but there was one more because she said not long after finding out he was having a child with another person, she got a phone call from her friend saying, I've got some bad news for you. She said there's going to be an article in Playboy in which a woman makes claims that Jack had playfully spanked her with a ping pong paddle during one particularly romantic encounter. Okay. And for some reason, I, I don't, don't know understand. why, this was the tipping point for Angelica. That's she, what it was? was After all point. that happened, someone, if my boyfriend, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Also, that how was, is ping pong sexy? I don't understand. <laughs> you even play the right ping pong, kid. If, that's, if, that's, if that was the straw that broke the camel's back, that's the le- That's so far the best thing he's done. That's the most wonderful thing he's done so far. Because it doesn't seem that bad. He's not having a kid with her. That is, so. that's what did it for her. Oh so my then Jack God. rings her up and says, Toots, 
That Playboy article is meaningless. It's a reprint of an article that came out in England last year. So Angelica... <laughs> so I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it didn't last... happen. I'm just saying it's old news. <laughs> so Angelica's like, where are you? He says, oh, I'm up in Paramount uh, working on a uh, film. And she says, okay, I'll see you in a second. Bring your so, ping pong paddle. <laughs> <laughs> so she walks straight into Jack's office. He was coming out of the bathroom and she says, I'll, I'll read her words, I attacked him. I don't think I kicked him, but I bet him savagely around the head and shoulders. He was Good ducking and bending and I was just going at him like a prize fighter, raining a vast array of direct punches. I was exhausted. We sat down and I cried. And then well, with so new effort, I attacked him again. And all the while, I felt a strange underlying gratitude to him for allowing me to beat the living hell out of him. Good for him. Yeah. He's laid back and took it. Yeah. But too right. She should have beat the shit out of him like, you know, the first year they were in. And he, yeah. Geez. Yeah, I don't cool. condone violence on either side, but my God, if anyone was asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Nicholson in have, you, have you ever been cheated on? Like it is the worst feeling in the world, and like it's and to awful. be cheated on again and again and yeah. again and again yeah. and again. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So what year are we at now, Grania? So this was 1989. Okay, 1989. So, so she is... finally has called it quits. Yeah. So this is 16 years later. My goodness! I mean, I will say you have to admit this does because she put up with so much. In a weird way, it kind of shows they must have really had a real connection. <laughs> they must have actually been really in love with each other in some way because she kept going back. He he never dropped her. He could have yeah. easily said, you know what? I don't want to deal with you getting upset with me all the time. I want to be able to fuck whoever I want to fuck and not have to deal with you getting mad at me. Had, I'm just, oh, whatever. They must have really been in love. <laughs> because... had, they, <laughs> had they been a Gen Z couple and gone by also like the astrological signs that shows yep. that they're compatible? They could have been like polyamorous and it would have been maybe okay. yeah, exactly yeah. if they'd been a bit more modern about it, perhaps. And she'd been a bit more open minded and he'd been a bit more honest, et cetera, et cetera. But that wasn't the time. But it does in a weird way show they had a real they really like dragged that relationship to the very, very last second. Hi, so, Duffy. Elena, why do you think now when we look at the, the bones, why do you think it couldn't work? What happened? What went wrong? <laughs> I mean Who knows? <laughs> who knows? it's an it's a mystery to me i mean is it just uh i i think it was because they didn't have mutual interests and they didn't want the same things really if she'd been into basketball yeah and she didn't like basketball so it was kind of doomed from the beginning oh god i'm glad she's no longer with him but then they're still friends aren't they they like still love each other so a bit like what Chantel was saying they clearly admire each other and love each other enough to still have some kind of amicable relationship after all of that you have to really love someone i'm sure i've read you both have done way more research than me obviously i haven't done any but didn't he say that's like the one relationship that he like regrets not working was this one that he's always like that's the that's the massive screw up in my life was angelica well so that christmas the christmas after they break up a package arrives for Angelica in her oh. house on Mulholland Drive. She mm. opens it up and it was a pearl and diamond bracelet that Frank Sinatra had once given Ava Gardner. Ooh, very it, similar it, it, vibes. Very similar. It was from Jack. The card said he hoped I would not find it overbearing. These pearls from your swine with the happiest oh. wishes. 
well, this is what's so interesting as well, because swine is interesting because apparently he used to collect paintings of pigs. Pigs. He was big into pigs. Yeah, big into pigs. So maybe he thinks himself a swine. Like maybe he thinks yeah, he's, he's probably... yeah. So they're now donezo for good. In 1992, Angelica marries sculptor Robert Graham mm-hmm. and is with him until his death in 2008. She's oh, currently single. I'll just do a roll, roll call of honour of some of the people he's been linked with. Uh, he's been Laura... with so many people. We'll be here all oh, night. There's one in particular I really can't wait for the episode on, but I'll, I'll let you I'll see if you can guess which one I'm okay. most excited about. Is it Paz, Paz de la Huerta? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not even her. Oh. I think she's a close second, though. So, that well, three main up. ones that we are aware of. Laura Flynn Bowl. There she is. <laughs> There's my winner. Kate Moss. And finally, yeah. Baz de la Huerta, who's a whopping... Baz de la Huerta is incredible, yeah. 47 years his junior. So in the great split between the Queen of the Witches herself, Angelica Easton, and the ultimate Joker, Jack Nicholson, who do you think thrived and who simply survived? Who do you think won the split? Oh, I think they both... Thrive. No, you can't mm, choose that. No, you gotta pick one. No, no. It's a binary. It's the only binary that still exists. And you have to pick one. Fuck. I would say Angelica always because she's Ooh, my nice. main girl. And like yeah. I as I said, I am her shoulder to cry on. Um, but also because she seems to be doing lots of interesting like she's published a book. She's still working on interesting like she's open and open to receive whatever the world wants to throw at her and jack yes he's working on amazing movies and he's obviously prolific and amazing but i don't feel like he's uh he's as like connected with the people you know Mm -hmm. he's sort of like in his high tower He's just in Marlon Brando's old house, yeah. neighbor, that is. It's kind of on his own. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like and Angelica got you... married. Angelica, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that marriage is always the answer, guys. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But for someone who wanted to be married, it seems like she at least found a deep and meaningful love that I don't think Jack found with the Lauras and the Pat de la Huertas for I don't think I think Angelica was it for him. And yeah. once that fell finally fell apart, that was kind of him done when it came to a great love, which is really sad. And that yeah. guy's probably got not got that many years left in his life, and I think he'll die without ever finding that again. Yeah. Um, and so it does make it. Yeah, I think you're. What do you think, Rania? I definitely think Angelica won. I think she mm. won because she's really respected, and she seems to have a lot of meaningful relationships afterwards, and she seems a more well-rounded person. And yeah. Jack still seems trapped in that seventies swinger bachelor sure. period, which That's I think definitely. must be quite lonely. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's sad. Yeah. So we should all really pay him a visit. Actually, we should all really go uh, and just be like, hi, Jack. Um, we can't work out which one of us is better at blowjobs. Can you help? <laughs> uh, it's definitely not me because I'm not a giver. I'm an Aquarian, but apparently Taurus is our giver. So, oh, hey. no, that was all complete bullshit. <laughs> I just lied back and think of America. <laughs> okay, right. Well, before we let you go, we still have one very important question. We do indeed. We do indeed. Um, there is a woman in this pod who is the patron saint of our podcast. And oh. at present, she is in a somewhat of a relationship, but we don't see it being the long lasting love of her life. And we still think she deserves a great and meaningful love. So can you, Elena, put your thinking cap on and think of someone who is worthy of the one, the only share? <gasps> 
Miss Piggy. <gasps> oh, good one. Yeah, I, I'm not sure we've we've covered Miss Piggy, but I don't think we've had her as a potential for chair, have we? I feel like they would get each other. First of all, they would have a great time swapping each other's, you know, sharing a wardrobe together. Totally, very Bob Mackie. And I feel like Cher uh, is very practical, whereas Miss Piggy is her, you know, her opposite. She's irrational and very emotional, so she would like, you know, talk her off a ledge all the time. And they'd just be like fabulous together. <laughs> they would be. I mean, that would be a fun, fun night out. And you know what? I would be very glad because I think Kermit deserves to realize how yeah. amazing Miss Piggy is. So I think if, Miss, yeah. if he sort of like hovers around being like, oh, Miss Piggy, maybe do, maybe do you want to hang out? And Miss Piggy's like, oh, actually, I think it, it wouldn't be appropriate because I'm actually seeing somebody. And then Kermit yeah, going and then Cher turns up. <laughs> yeah. Can you hey, imagine? Girl, I'm taking your girl out tonight. <laughs> Deal with it. How back to your lily pad. <laughs> She'd be like, hey, Kumi. <laughs> <laughs> then he'd really think- discover... How bad it really does feel to be green. There, aye, uh, there we go. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Elena, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. I'm sorry. Where I can our listeners find ages. more of you? I'm on TV shows. I'm currently in industry, uh, which is a show about finance. Season two, uh, it's great. Se- season two, it's on BBC iPlayer. I will be, I think, but I haven't seen the final edit in the new Indiana Jones movie. <gasps> Ooh, um, and do you, you play hear... the ball rolling down the hill? Yes. How did you know? <laughs> I mean, I did sign a huge NDA, so Granny, I have to kill you now. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, crap. That's it. She's dead. Um, and then what else? Vo- voice wise, I've just done season two of Buffering, which will come out, I think, at Christmas time, which will be on ITV. I did a cartoon called Tad, The Lost Explorer, which is a very fun, family friendly cartoon. My about, God, you've got something yeah. for, for everyone. If you're into finance, if you're into British comedy, if yeah, you're into yeah. cartoons, you're into yeah. Indian, everything. everything. everywhere, guys. Or you could or you could just find me, you know, generally mooching about being, uh, you know, just I'm very gassy. So if there's anyone farting, she is. Jen, that's me there. Yeah. Yeah. Every time um, Elena tells me about the parties she goes to, she always says, oh, I had to leave early. I was really gassy. It's how yeah. every single story ends yeah, without yeah. fail. That's, and then I had that... to go. I was just too gassy. It's every time. It's incredible. <laughs> so follow really the gassy. smell. Follow the yeah, smell. Follow the smell. <laughs> the smell and you'll find me. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The The Way way They they were. Were.